All right, so we're coming this week live. This is uh, Wednesday, 29 July, last Wednesday in July, Lone Survivalist Podcast. You can pick us up on uh, patreon.com backslash Lone Survivalist. You can pick us up on the uh, Spotify app and Apple iTunes, Lone Survivalist Podcast. This week, it's uh, just the duo, uh, Stu and Ben. Matt from American Survival Co., it sounds like, talking with Stu, is out running a camp or some kind of classes this week. And Stu's been out at the camp or the the homestead, I guess you'd call it, <clears throat> today or the last couple of days, doing some stuff with Matt out there. Matt can't make it tonight, so me and Stu are flying, uh, you know, Batman and Robin here. And we've got a couple of topics. We got one of the topics that we were going to talk about this week was going to be the celestial navigation or some, you know, uh, navigating by the stars and, or just general outdoor navigation. You know, even during the daylight, you still got to know where you're going. And Matt had a few things he wanted to bring up on that. So we're going to put that on the back burner uh, when Matt's back, if he can make his way back, um, he'll be talking about that this week. Stu and I have a couple of things we'd like to talk about. Stu's got an announcement about a potential guest that he's lined up, a good buddy of the show, good friend of Matt's, and uh, if it's a friend of Matt's, it's a friend of the show, and he's going to have some knowledge to share with everybody listening out there. So Stu will jump into that here in a little bit. But a couple things I wanted to bring up um, just here at the beginning of the show is kind of that personal security, um, infosec, informational security um, kind of keeping your, keeping your stuff on lockdown. And that can mean locking your doors, closing the garage door when you're not paying attention, locking your car doors, locking, you know, things like that. But it can also mean securing or keeping closed or being a hard target for some of these uh, search engines, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And the reason I bring that up is I was doing a little reading about a recent app that a lot of the younger generation, it seems like, is using, and that's called TikTok. Stuart, are you familiar with this, or have you seen anything in the news that I'm talking about yeah, or where I'm going yeah. with this TikTok? Yeah, get on YouTube, everyone, and check out all the videos where a bunch of tech gurus have reverse-engineered uh, TikTok and basically it's a Chinese uh, intelligence data mine service. That thing, um, don't download it on your phone. If you do download it on your phone, delete it. Maybe reset your phone back to factory settings because that TikTok thing is basically a Chinese spyware app. I was told it was kind of like a worm and any kind of information that you might have on your phone be it facial recognition, some apps that you have with maybe your banking. Everybody banks with apps or uses apps now. Um, I, I was told or the research that I've been looking into, I won't say told, nobody told me this. I was doing some snooping and a little bit of research of my own, talking to some tech buddies, that the potential for that stuff to be leaked or given away or available to exactly what you're talking about is, is there. And if the potential's there, somebody's going to find a way to exploit it if it's not already been exploited. So Stu, yeah, uh, uh, 
feel free to give any information that you have. That's what I've kind of heard. If you've, if you've downloaded it, get rid of it. I've also been told that it can have or they can allow access to the camera on your phone. Um, people set their phones around when they're not doing anything. It sounds harmless having access to the camera. It's kind of creepy to me. Um, no telling literally who you're letting into your house or uh, how many people are on their phone while they're taking a crap or peeing or whatever and then you've got a camera there of you don't know who i mean it's uh it's kind of scary the world we're in that you really have to be vigilant 24 7 365 you know you can't even take a holiday off for being vigilant for your own personal security would you agree with that Stu? absolutely like today's uh environment tech environment and security environment you got to think of your face and your eyes like fingerprints. And now with facial recognition software, if you're making videos on an app like TikTok or, or any other type of app, even Instagram, and I make videos for Instagram and stuff like that and take pictures and I put stuff on Facebook, <laughs> basically your um, uh, in, uh, face is like a fingerprint. And that can be uh, used by nefarious um, uh, entities to uh, do um, bad things with your uh, likeness. It's just like uh, having your social security number or your address and all that out. It's um, um, I would be very wary what I put on the internet these days. That's yeah, your sure. data is so valuable. It's just... It's just data mining, and <clears throat> I've always been told, and I believe it even more now from what I'm seeing daily, anytime something's free, you're the product, yep. and I'm a firm believer in that in today's society. You know, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, God knows what else, TikTok, these uh other social media apps like Parler and uh, man, there was another one that I heard. There's probably an infinite amount out there. Mm -hmm. They're all free to use. They're all free to use. And the reason they're free to use is because you're the product. They're gaining more in value from you and your shopping history or your, you know, patterns of usage, movement, search history I mean, how many times have you, Stu, um, been talking about something with a buddy of yours and then you open up your phone and or your computer and magically there's advertisements for exactly what you were talking about? That is not coincidental at all. Okay. Last uh, episode or episode before last, and I apologize that we haven't been um, regular with our latest episode, but we've all been busy with stuff. But remember how I was talking about pond chemicals and different things with my pond? Oh, yeah. And doing research. Okay. Now, YouTube, all I get is pond chemical ads. <laughs> you are the pond chemical expert and you need lots of it. Like every time I, well, I watch a lot of YouTube, um, there's a bunch of different pages I follow. Sure. And um, for great sources of information, 
once again, disclaim <clears throat> anything on the internet. <laughs> Take it with a grain of salt. But yep. um, research yeah, it. Every time an ad pops up lately, it's been all about pond chemicals. So I'm going to start talking into my phone about uh, free whiskey and free beer and free cigars and free dog food. I could use all of those things. And ammunition. Um, ammunition. Yeah, free ammunition, free guns. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to start talking about that. Actually, speaking of YouTube, there are some very useful videos out there that can help you navigate this little uh, thing that everybody's got in their hand, in their back pocket, or in their in their purse their phone and you can lock that thing down so that it doesn't do that. I, you've also got smart TVs now that do the same thing and Alexa yep. and Siri and then your, your car's connected. But have you heard of the breast milk test? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Okay. Why did I say breast milk? As a single gentleman with no kids, for me, breast milk is something totally unrelated to my life or needed in my life, right? Sure. So, or, uh, or you can use breast pump or something like that. Or find something in your life that's totally not required by you and just mention it several times a day around your phone, around your smart TV, around Alexa, Alexa or Siri, and don't necessarily... Uh, turn the search engines on for those things and i guarantee you will have ads pop up see i was what i was what i was getting at is i had found some information about how you can disable that and you can disable the microphone for ad for applications on your phone that don't need access to your microphone but by default when you download them it gives access to the microphone, it gives access to the camera, and it gives access to your location services. And depending on what time of phone you have, you can do some, some pretty easy internet snooping and go in and, and see how to turn those things off. Because I used to get that same stuff, and I was just like, man, is my phone like, I have the Nostradamus of of phones because it's like predicting everything i need and it's cool but at the same time really creepy and just a little bit of google searching and i'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there they're a hell of a lot more tech savvy than i am more tech savvy than Stu is more tech savvy than matt that know exactly how to do this and if they want to post how to do it for various different types of very popular phones made in China by small hands. Feel free to do that on the Facebook uh, page, Lone Survivalist. But that's something I would highly recommend for people to do because some of these apps do not need access to your camera, your geolocation, or your, or your contact list. That's the big thing. Some of these apps have direct contact or direct uh, access to your contact list, and then they s send it out to all those people. You know, I mean, you're kind of, it's like that vampire theory, man. He can't come into your house unless you ask him in. But once he's in there, 
it's hard to get him out. You know, you got to put a stake through his heart to get him out. And I think that's what this is. I mean, cell phones are not going away. I can't tell anybody don't get a cell phone. You know, they're here to stay and they're very vital pieces of everybody's daily life, as weird as it sounds. But people use them for everything um, yep. and need them for everything. So just tighten up your own tighten up your own security, do some housekeeping on that electronic device that you've got, use it, don't let it use you and your information. And if it's free, you're the product, without a doubt. If it's free, you're the product. Stu, you got anything to add about that? Yeah, I just saw a really important uh, post about operational security, not necessarily with tech security, but I'm um, keeping yourself uh, secure. And that is, um, you know, the stickers on the back of your car yep. that people put on there can tell a lot about your family and your lifestyle. And oh, yeah. People like, so remember the, the stick figure family stickers that were bad for a while? Yep. Um, basically telling um, potential uh, burglars and uh, sex offenders how many kids you've got. If what you've school got, they go to. Where they're, where they're a superior kid at. Yep. And an honor student, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm a military spouse, you mm-hmm. know. So obviously, you know, that's what they put on this car and say, oh, their husband's going to be away for a long time or, yep. you know. It's easy to rob a house with only one person in it and all that sort of stuff. So, don't I mean, you... anything you put on there for public display gives certain things away, you know, yep. whether you've got your veteran sticker, your, your uh, green piece, your peace sign, your can we all get along, your favorite radio station, Salt Life. <laughs> Whatever. It gives a little bit of information away. And a little bit here and a little bit there comes together to give a lot of access to a much bigger picture. Yeah. Am I am I am I being hypocritical by saying don't put stuff on your car? No. I've got stickers on my car. Uh I'm sure Stu does. I'm sure Matt does. But be be aware of what you're putting putting on there, you know. Um no requirement to advertise your vulnerabilities, you know? Absolutely. Uh, people, like, you got to think, in the military, uh, what we call MAP, which is Military Appreciation Process, something that I've done, Matt's done, you've done, they want you to put your, especially in a defensive role, they want you to put yourself in the shoes of the enemy and say, if I was going to, rob this place, break into this place, attack this place, steal from this place, how would I do it? And yeah. the, you you got to gather information first. And so, yeah, so don't be advertising. Also, like where most people on this uh, page of preppers, don't advertise that you're a prepper because people uh, will turn up when the bad times happen and, You've got 50 mouths to feed and you've only got one spoon. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. I mean, you got to limit a little bit of everything, you know. Um, and maybe it's not limiting the information. It's limiting who the information's going to, you know. 
uh, who who you're offering that information to, you know, um, that that's the way I look at it. I can't tell anybody to keep everything on lockdown. I don't keep everything on lockdown, but but be aware of what you're giving away. Get be aware of what information you are offering, what information you are making easy to get a hold of, you know. Um, it just takes a few little pieces. Um, espionage, that's that's the key is getting a little bit of pieces here, a little piece here, a little piece there, putting all those things together and, you know, getting a, a bigger a bigger picture or a bigger puzzle. It's a, just all little pieces to the puzzle. You put it together, you've got a better picture when they're all arranged in the right way. That That's kind of the the way I look at it, you know, um, just be careful. I was also thinking with, uh, security. Um, I remember with, uh, tech security, um, get a bit of uh, sticky tape or a post-it note, put it over your webcam. Yep. I've got some over mine. Yep. yep. And, uh, one other thing is, um, always when you're, uh, using uh jumping in and out of uh web pages that you use a um a login or a password make don't just x out of the page make sure you go into the log out function of that page and log out before you close the window absolutely absolutely yeah. i mean i'm i hate to say it but after living in europe uh for a few years I, in a major city, I was very more aware of, you know, what was going on around me. And then we get back to the States and you're at home and you're comfortable and you know your way around and people kind of let their guard down a bit, you know. But, I mean, it's nice to be able to do that, but at the same time, you've got to keep a certain level of of that you know, that watchdog, that sheepdog mentality. You've got, you've got to keep that. I mean, um, and there's lots of information out there. There's lots of little tricks to, you know, kind of implement in your daily life, whether it's some, maybe some personal trip wires. And when I say trip wires, I don't mean an actual wire, but I mean something that will key you into something's wrong. Tripwire, for a lot of people might be like the campsite. You put up the cans on a string. Something makes a noise when it's in the perimeter. Well, in the bigger picture, what I'm talking about is you have that kind of, um, you've got that mental tripwire that maybe this guy's getting a little too close. Maybe these people are, maybe I've seen them in the last three places I've went. Maybe I've, maybe I've seen them at the last, three gas stations that I've stopped at over the last two weeks, you know, you gotta, you gotta take notice of some of those things. Uh, be aware, be aware, you know, that's um, some people. And we all agree that deep down in that 90% of our brain, we don't use, there's something there that is almost ESP like um, before we start talking some X-Files stuff. Uh -oh, you can I love that show. You know, you can you can look into it, um, but before major disasters, like especially with transport disasters and stuff like that, like plane crashes or 
train crashes or big coach bus crashes, they found that there's a lot of those uh, vehicles go out like three quarters full or half full. And then they look at it and they look at the booking history of the flights or the or the trip and they go, hang on, um, people booked for this flight or what or such and they didn't turn up. Uh, why didn't they turn up? Oh, I just changed my plans at the last minute or I uh, felt sick that day or um, mm-hmm. we decided to take a different flight or something like that. And it's a phenomenon. And they think that deep down in our, you know, subconscious, um, our brains are working overtime thinking safety. And there could also possibly be a little bit of a group thing. You know, um, Mm. we sense stuff from other people. And so, like you were saying, listen to your gut. Listen to your gut. Um, I mean, uh, I've been talking a lot about preparedness with uh, people and this year's been crazy but people have been prepping more than normal before COVID hit before the other stuff hit I think there's stuff coming down the line and we're all sort of in tune to it yeah at, at a certain level I can see that I can definitely see it yeah so yeah that's what we're saying man uh be aware be alert be vigilant trust your gut Trust but verify, you know, trust but verify as far as your information you're giving away on a daily basis. I mean, I can remember, I'm, I'm old enough to remember going into uh, stores called Radio Shack. I don't know if anybody ever remembers Radio Shack. Yeah. But Radio Shack years ago, they were one of the first stores that I remember that when you would buy something, they would ask you, for your phone number. And even years ago, as a teenager buying nerd crap at Radio Shack, I would give them the Jay Giles Band song phone number. 8675309. was always my phone number when I shopped at Radio Shack. And... I always told him my name was Jenny and I would get weird looks. Occasionally the person would be like, Oh, okay. I know what that is. A lot of people didn't, but at the same time, I just wasn't prepared even back then to give radio shack my phone number because I was buying some walkie talkies or a new remote control for my RC car. I didn't see the need for that, you know, and maybe in your daily life, there's not a need for, the frozen yogurt place to have your email address or the stew goes to the tanning salon all the time. They don't need his Facebook page, you know, Um, orange healthy glow. Yeah, exactly. 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 So that's all we're saying. We beat this horse till it's dead. We're going to move on to the next topic. And Stu was going to talk about this. And then he's also got some information about a future, uh, episode or uh, Stu, I'll just let you take over there. Yeah, so um, basically, um, let's get to the uh, future episode. Hopefully, next week, early, very early next week, we will have a show and we will have a guest. It's not confirmed yet. Um, I really hope we get the guest. 
And if not, we don't have the guest. Um, we will definitely have him within the next few weeks. Um, we can do the show through Skype or whatever, um, no matter where he is. But um, we're trying to get grey-bearded Green Beret. If you get on YouTube, check him out. He has a great uh, YouTube channel, many subscribers because the information he puts out is excellent. So check out Greybearded Green Beret. Um, he's uh, done a lot of work with Matt. And if you uh, check out a thing called Flintlock, which is a gathering of bushcraft and survivalist instructors that happen once uh, a year, it was cancelled this year because of COVID, but um, it should be up and running next year if uh, the aliens don't kill us. But, um, uh, yeah, Greybearded Green Beret will be on the show on, in the future. And um, so just locking that down is um, something we're working through at the moment. The other Perfect. thing I'm uh, talking about is uh, with some other people is November is November is going to be the big thing here in America, which is the presidential election. Also, where half the House of the Commons or House of Commons, uh, the is it the House of Representatives? House of Representatives are all up for re-election. They're re-elected every two years. Absolutely. And half the Senate. Uh, yes, absolutely. Yes, it is. The elect, it's going to be bonkers. You've seen all the um, uh, riots and stuff going on. I guarantee you there's going to be riots before the election and after the election. No matter who wins, stuff is going to get weird. 2020, um, I think we haven't even hit the chorus yet, okay? Well, I saw something that could be the chorus line. Uh, some 10-year-old kids in India have apparently spotted a giant asteroid headed towards Earth. Now, I don't know if that was a trailer for a new M. Night Shyamalan movie or if these 10-year-old kids really have access to telescopes in India and they really found it. I don't know. But well, that could be the punchline. Back to what you were saying, Stu. Sweet Harbinger of Death, Meteor 2020. Um, who will bring us the endless black and end it all. Uh, I humbly worship at your feet. <laughs> Not, you know, dark and morose, but hey, it's been a good run, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, maybe that could be a show. What would we do if it was our last day on earth, you know? But, man, uh, I, I really think the, the to put on my... I don't even need a tinfoil hat for this one. I think the easiest way to control anything or anyone, whether it's your dogs, your chickens, your pigs, or people, keep them scared, man. If you keep people scared, they're easy to control. And as soon as they start not being scared, bring something else, man. Bring something else to the table. I mean, well, looking back, if you look in the 40s, uh, wait, if we start early 40s, late 30s, we were supposed to be scared of the Nazis and we yeah. got rid of them. And then we were supposed to be scared of the Japanese and we won that war. And then the fifties were supposed to be scared of the Koreans and we 
carried on that war for it's still going on 70 years later. And then in the 60s, it was the uh, communist. And into the 70s, it was the hippies. Uh, late 70s, it, 60s and 70s was Vietnam, communist, hippies. The 80s, we were supposed to be scared of, uh, we were supposed to be scared of disco and rap music and that sort of culture. We were still supposed to be scared of the communist. The wall came down. The 90s, they threw us a real curveball. Oh, back in the 60s and 70s as well, we were supposed to have an ice age. We were supposed to have a, a, a Arctic ice age during the 60s the and 70s. Fuel crisis in the 70s, the fuel yep. the oil crisis. And then and in then the 90s, the one that really hit home was uh, AIDS. AIDS epidemic and, and drugs. AIDS epidemic and drugs was 80s and 90s. 2000s is whenever Al Gore cooked up the, uh, the global warming. And the the oceans are going to rise. We're all going to drown, even though certain presidents have bought houses on the coast in Maine very recently. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, we've got Greta, Ph.D. Thunberg, uh, 13-year-old that is not in school long enough to study global warming. But she's telling us we're all going to die. And, and now we, we've got coronavirus that we're all going to die from. So the easiest way to control people is just keep them scared, man. You keep them scared. Keep them scared. It's easy. Remember also, too, in the 80s, the, the devil music, the heavy metal music, and the... Oh, everybody. Know? Oh, all the Christians were after ACDC, man. Yeah, ACDC well, was devil. After Christ, devil comes. I remember everybody saying that, right? Kiss, the kiss man. Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody hated Gene Simmons. Uh, yep, with all, the, with all the face paint. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's all, like I say, we say it with everything in this show, and I definitely do. I say it, take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, Like, yeah. for the worst, but if it doesn't happen, great, you know? Yeah. And don't stop living your life. Um, yeah. Definitely, like, as a prepper, like, some people think in who are of the anti-prepper type think that we're scared and we're always running around in, like, a near state of panic. We're the least likely to panic because we're prepared, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. Yep, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, the one of the but at the same time, let's let's be real about stuff. You know, there's been a lot of unrest. There's a lot of been angry people. There's been a lot of um, people um, just doing weird stuff this year. And yep. I reckon for November, if you've got a little bit of extra money, if you can spend twenty dollars on canned food or buy a box of ammunition once a week and just mm -hmm. put it away until November, it's better than, you know, sitting in a house with the lights off with someone breaking down the door, you know, yeah, um, mm -hmm. to steal your last can of beans. Uh, Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So just, we've you got to be prepared. Don't be scared. Yeah. We've been talking about so many aspects of prepping on this show. Um uh, just fine. Okay, this week I'm going to prep on medical supplies. This week mm -hmm. I'm going to prep on security equipment. Um, yeah. This this month I'm going to learn some training. Um, this week we're going to buy food. This week we're going to buy water purification stuff. Yep. Um, and twenty vitamins. I mean, you do not have to be a rich man to be well prepared. Nope. Um, a lot of stuff you can do yourself. 
you can make stuff out of junk. Um, just ha- if you've got like a a bit of a uh, technical mind, uh, access to YouTube, or you know, you got a friend who's a redneck MacGyver. You know, you can do so many things to put yourself ahead of the uh, the disaster that could that potentially could happen. Yeah, and um, so I'm I'm just. With my friends, specifically in the prepping community, we think the riding is going to be uh, worse coming up to the election. And depending on who wins is going to be big afterwards. Um, Also, depending on who wins afterwards, um, America will change. Um, Depending on how the the power is split between the presidency. See, I don't necessarily believe that. I do not necessarily believe it. And the reason why is we've went through administrations that were in office for eight years and zero to little changed in very heavily targeted topics. Um, President Obama was in office for eight years and whenever he went in, it was all about gun control, gun control, gun control. And nothing happened except gun sales went up. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I will say this about Obama. He passed less gun control than Trump has. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. So um, definitely, if you're listening to this show, we're definitely pro-gun. Um, forget the politics behind behind that. It's just that we believe at this show it's a God given right. And um, but yeah, um, basically, okay, you can disagree with me, um, Ben, but it's better to be prepared for the worst. That's oh, my sure. opinion. Absolutely. So, um, and depending on how the power splits between. The presidency, the Congress, the Senate um, could have an impact on people's day-to-day lives. Sure. Um, Also, I've been looking at stuff with um, China. Um, They're flexing their muscles. Let's start talking about that. Absolutely. So China's flexing their muscles with India. They're fighting over some very remote regions of the Himalayas that they share. Um, it's almost like a three-country border. So there's Pakistan, uh, India, and China all close together. Um, China and Pakistan are uh, basically enemies of India, but in all but name. Um, they're also allies. So India and Pakistan are enemies, uh, but India uh, correction, Pakistan and China are allies. And basically what they're doing there is messing around with the the borders that were not necessarily uh, etched in stone or, or figured out when the British left in the uh, early 50s. Mm-hmm. So there's that, but also China's messing around with uh, Taiwan. And from... Multiple sources are saying that China are are really looking at Taiwan. Uh, they want to um, 
sort that problem out once and for all because they've just sorted Hong Kong out. While COVID's been happening, they went into Hong Kong and they put a whole heap of people, thousands of people, on uh, trains and they've disappeared. So Hong Kong, the freedom movement in Hong Kong is basically dead. Um, and a lot of people could quite literally be dead too. And so while the world's messing around with this virus, while the economy's gone crazy and while the biggest, the other big kid on the block is deciding who's going to run it, um, China could have their fangs out. What, what do you think, Ben? Well, I think one thing that people should be aware of, if and when something happens there, not saying it is, not saying it happened, it's not. I've, I've been watching the news about this stuff. The United States relies heavily on both of those countries for materials, products, iPhones, medications, all this other stuff. China and India are major exporters to the United States for products that are a laundry list long. That's where I see it. And the biggest way that we've always done on, or the UN uses, is uh, sanctions. So if they were to put sanctions on either of those countries, it could definitely limit the supply chain for things you might use in your daily life. <clears throat> and you cut the head off the snake and that's a problem. So that people should be aware of it. And the news is not covering these things. And we don't want to get too much into current events and news because that's not the type of podcast it is. But products that you might normally buy that are made in either of those countries, check the label on some of the stuff you've got. If it's something you like, get an extra one. That's that's my theory, you know. Um, could it affect bigger picture stuff? Absolutely. Um, will it? It probably already has, but we can just hide and hide and watch, you know, or hide and wait, um, and just be aware, get off of the mainstream news, do a little snooping, digging, searching and find some legitimate, uh, unbiased news out there and do a little, do a little researching on your own. You know, um, that's, that's what I do. I've got about eight different sort of sites booked for geopolitics, world issues that I look at, and I get away from the uh, the web the the mainstream news that's just uh, Trump bad, you know, war drum that's twenty four seven on every news cycle that we have here in mainstream United States, you know. Get out there and do a little research. But yeah, absolutely. That China-India thing is heating up. I saw where 20 troop, twenty Indian troops were killed last month. No, this month. Sorry, we're still in July. 20 Indian troops were killed along the border. It's that Himalayan border. Yeah. And the, the weird thing about that is about 10 or 15 years ago, both countries agreed not to have armed patrols in that area. So those yeah. soldiers basically walk around with uh, clubs and sticks and batons. The 20 bomb. soldiers I was just talking about were all killed with rocks. Yeah, they killed each other like cavemen. Yeah. Rocks and sticks. Yep. That's Paper, rock, scissors, literally. Oh, yep. I don't know what's worse. How, if I'd want, maybe I'd rather have someone shoot me 
than bludgeon me to death with a um rock, you know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Talk about a headache. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. But yeah, you're right, man. It's uh, it's getting nasty over there. And whenever the British Empire had everything, sadly, everything was under control. Then they pull out or they relinquish that property back and then everybody else lays claim to it. And it's that Himalayan border, Tibet, India, China, and it goes back thousands and thousands of years into who has that legitimate claim. It's kind of like that uh, Eastern you know, claim to the Holy Land, you know, between Palestine and, and Israel. It, it's that level of hatred, history. I mean, it Hatfields and McCoys were not even like an itch in anybody's pants when this stuff started off. You, you know what I mean? This is thousands of years ago, back when they, Marco Polo was trading spices. I mean, even before that, even before that. Yeah. It's like... Um about the British Empire when they uh, drew all the lines in the map. Yep. When they drew the lines on the map, they forgot to tell the people that lived there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like Afghanistan. Basically, Afghanistan and Pakistan uh, have an area called Waziristan and the tribal areas where the people are virtually the same people. And the British just put a line... And the people have never recognized it. It's like, we're just going to go back and forth across these mountains like we've done for thousands of years. Yep, and, absolutely. Um, and now with big countries like India, Pakistan and China and nuclear weapons, okay, it makes things rather sporting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, and it's heating up at just a very tumultuous time with the kung flu um yeah and india has been very vocal about where the kung flu started at and who it was targeting and there's a lot of he said she said or he said he said because women aren't allowed to speak over there so it's just he said he said um back and forth and it's it it has the potential to get ugly and Hollywood will probably make some really good movies on the back of this, you know? Yeah, That's if we're not, you know, dead from a nuclear winter, we've all starved to death because there's no food or we're all nuked because everyone starts backing up their friends and nuking each other. So Absolutely. Um, well, I tell you what, I'm going to uh, hit on something here that Matt normally does. He's usually talking about some plants, some useful plants. I took some tips from Matt a couple few weeks ago. Him and I were chatting offline, uh, and I'm sure whoever's monitoring my chat messages at Facebook was probably like, man, what the hell are they talking about? But I bought a bunch of mint. So the plan of the week is just mint. Um, and I like to have a drink called a mint julep which is an adult beverage for all the people out there over 21 mint julep and i wanted some fresh mint and then matt started telling me about some other uses for mint so i bought some at the store you know it comes in the little pot i put it in a bigger pot started taking care of it it's grown exponentially and matt said that it was really good at keeping flies mosquitoes other unwanted bugs away 
And so I put some, I've got a big pot of mint at my front door. And not only does it supply mint for my mint juleps or mint tea, but it also keeps the flies, mosquitoes, bugs away from my front door. And whenever I come and go through my front door, it gives a nice little smell as I open the front door in and out. I've noticed as well, I can turn on my front porch light. And normally a light on at night is like, you know, it's it's entertainment in Alabama. You turn on the light of the, your bug light and it's entertainment watching everything get zapped. But this mint has kind of taken over my front porch and there's no bugs there. So plan of the week. Matt from American Survival Co. is not here to talk about it, but mint. It has multiple uses, tea, uh, spicing up your favorite adult beverage. It's also good for mosquito repellent, flies, chiggers, all this other stuff. So that's your plan of the week. Brought to you by Ben, a partner or friend or acquaintance of someone that's with American Survival Co. And I know Matt will probably laugh whenever he listens to this. Because I did a really poor job of explaining it, but just Google mint, M-I-N-T, mint. It works great, and I'm having some right now in my tea. So, um, I want to talk to my Australian friends who are listening to the show. You oh, may God. not have or understood, but the word chigger, chiggers are a bug like they're like a cross between a sandfly and a uh like a like lice yep i grew up in alabama we call them red bugs yeah and people call them berry bugs and stuff like that um they do what sand flies do they leave little annoying bites that uh if you scratch they pass up and uh, hang around for a week or two um they're just little insects that you find in the bush and so you want to have plenty of uh a bug spray when you go into the woods, that's for sure. I don't know any good use for chiggers, red bugs, whatever you want to call them, whatever your part of the country calls them. I don't know a good use for them, you know. I think it's just one of those low orders of insects that bigger insects feed on. If we didn't have them, if they went out of the food chain, the whole thing would collapse. Probably, you know? yeah. yeah. Probably something would definitely die ruin the entire ecosystem uh yeah some something would happen i agree completely it's like, you know possums they eat five thousand ticks a day or two thousand ticks a day or something and i know can, more about possums than you can possibly ever imagine yeah i heard about you and the possum festivals you like yep. to go to. oh um, yeah but um uh yeah the, the thing is like you take one little thing out of the uh, environment, there goes the whole system. So. Yep. You're absolutely right, man. Everything's got a purpose. Yeah. And maybe sometimes we don't like it. Maybe we're how, it, how the purpose gets fed. But at some point, everything's got a purpose. Yep. You're yep. right. Well, I tell you what, uh, Stu, I think we're coming up uh, pretty close to an hour on the show. About uh, pretty close to that. Um. But that's about all I wanted to cover this week. It sounds like you've got some hot button items that you're working on, some potential uh, breaking news or hot button guests that we can get on the show. Um, 
I don't know if anybody's been watching the latest episodes of Alone out on the History Channel. I've been watching that. That's good. Um, very interesting turn of events the last couple of weeks on there. And, you know, uh, in your daily life, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. Be careful. Uh, be aware. Turn on the news sometimes. Don't overdo it. But just be aware of what's going on around you, you know, um, be vigilant, be alert, trust, but verify all those prepper cliches that we all like. And I think we will be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, as far as we can figure out um, on Spotify, Apple iTunes at Lone Survivalist Podcast. I'll put a link to the show on the Facebook page. And then we're also on patreon.com backslash lone survivalist. It's me and Stu from parts unknown tonight. And, uh, I hope Matt's out in the woods getting rained on. Cause that's what it's doing here. And since he's not on the show, I think he deserves to get rained on. What do you think, Stu? Yeah. yeah well, if he's doing any training, um, something we used to say in the army, uh, it ain't training if it ain't raining. So so true, man. So true. Absolutely, it could be a nice day, and if you hit the, if you're out in the field, uh, magically the weather changes. Yep. So hopefully in the future we will have um, gray bearded green beret on. If we can't, doesn't matter. We will have him on somewhere down the line. But definitely check out his YouTube channel. Great guy great information and once again i want to thank all our uh, patreon supporters um sponsors we can't thank you enough the little bit you donate that one dollar a month goes a long way um it's uh, paid for the equipment we use to make the show and uh hopefully one day we can buy jet skis but until then you know thank you so much and jet skis uh, in an island we want an island we, we need to jet ski to the island. Absolutely. Um, and, absolutely. And we'll invite all our friends for a party as well. But yep. um, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to try and get an episode out early next week, Monday, Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, videos, I mean, it's this year's been wacky. Matt's doing his thing. I've got stuff I need to do. You're doing stuff. And we just haven't had the opportunity to get together and put more videos out but It'll it's, definitely, it's happening it's happening absolutely so, thank you everyone well podcast listeners thanks a lot uh share the wealth share the share the uh, podcast around help us out when you can and uh, we'll talk to you next week same bat time same bat channel this is ben and Stu. Parts Unknown, Lone Survivalist Podcast. We're going to shut it down. Y'all have a good night. Stay safe. Keep your head on a swivel.